Grinding harder does not guarantee growth. You know what it does guarantee is fatigue and frustration, just like trying to pedal faster on a bicycle with a square wheel. Hi, my name is Brad Parnell, and with entrepreneurship, highs and lows, I share real stories, tips, and insights to help get your business and life to the next level. Be a Better Marketer is a movement about following proven plans that drive results. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Hey everyone, welcome to Be a Better Marketer. Hope you guys are having an awesome day today. And I am here with an amazing entrepreneur. I'm here with Marilee Neese, um, who we've been working together for a while doing some stuff. And she has just a really interesting story. And I know a lot of people I talk to and interview are like coaches or they're doing a lot of stuff on digital. But Marilee actually has a store and she's there right now. So if you're watching on video, she's she's at her shop location and um, we're thankful that she took time out of her day to spend some time with us and just talk to us a little bit about, you know, business and what her world looks like managing kind of a, a retail boutique store. So, Marilee, I'd love for you just to quickly introduce yourself and maybe tell us a little bit about um, your store and, and what you sell. Hey, Brad, it's so good to join you today. So I'm Marilee and I have a little boutique located on Cannery Row in Monterey, California. And um, it's just a little bit of a mix of fun and, you know, unique items that um, you're not going to find everywhere. I try to bring in a pretty good price point so it's not too excessive. We have a lot of families that come through this area, so I try to keep in a good mid-range. But keep it fun and just um, casual wear that, you know, you don't see every day. So... That's incredible. Now I know, I know being, being retail, you've got lots of things to manage, you know, with employees and inventory and I mean, managing a physical location, like that's a, that's a lot of work. Do you, do you have partners in this or is it just you by yourself? It is just me. So yes, I do the website. I do the books. I do the marketing. Um, Brad is definitely a really good help on that end. And I um, just try to get good advice in areas that I can. Um, Coach Bird is great too. He definitely has helped me um, step up my confidence. I will say um, that's one thing I probably struggle with is just really trying to put myself out there. I love to see other people find what they love. I love to help them and encourage them and find, you know, unique items. But when it comes to putting myself in front of other people, um, it's just a little bit of a different world for me. So that's one thing that I love about coaches. He encourages you to really um, just step up your game. So um, as far as like just the business side of things, though, um, I definitely um, run it all by myself. I'm working on getting an employee right now, though, to run the store because that's so true. You can't run an actual store yourself and do all the background work. Um, I'm finally at that point. I opened right before COVID. Um, I had a tiny little spot. I was able to just recently move to a new location, which is three times the space that I had before. So I'm busy getting new inventory in and my hours are um, have extended because of that. So I am actively looking for an employee right now so that I could have some help here in the store. So that will definitely be a bonus. Good for you. That That's a huge step. We, we talk about that all the time in like working on your business versus in your business. And sometimes we just think like, man, if I can only spend more hours grinding in my business, things are just going to magically take off. But a lot of times that's not the case. And we get so frustrated because... 
no, no one else is going out there and, and doing the other things that need to get done. And it's just a lot of weight on one person. What, um, tell us about your journey. How in the world did you get into the world of like retail boutique stuff? What, what led you here? Um, I'm kind of one of those faith-based people. So I honestly think that things just happen um, as you take the next step and the next step and the next step and things just open up. So for me, that started with um, when I had kids way back when um, I just, well, I should go back farther. I learned a little bit of home ec and sewing when I was younger. And so once I had kids, I started um, designing things for them, which led to getting into children's wear and children's clothing. And I did that for years. And then there's a period of time where um, I just spent time raising kids. And um, then during that process, I began designing things that went along with their um, hobby and their interest. And I started getting little taps on the shoulder, like, where did you get that? Which led into doing more, excuse me, unique items um, in their hobby and their interest. And then with my husband's um, recent job location, I was able to kind of go back into the boutique um, field because we moved to Monterey. I saw an opportunity to open a store, excuse me, and get into fashion once again and actually have a storefront to involve being able to design and just um, bring in those unique items to everyday people. And I'm super excited. That is awesome. And being in Monterey, California, that's got to be some like a cool environment, cool people. Like that's a neat place to open up a boutique retail store, I would think. It is for sure. One thing that I did notice um, speaking on the entrepreneur level is one thing I noticed when I moved here, speaking of the entrepreneur mind, um, I noticed that there's a lot of tourist type shops on Canary Row and there really wasn't very many boutique locations. So I saw that as an opportunity. Not only one, there are a lot of artisans, um, a lot of artistic type items here. And I do like to design my own unique garments. Um, so I saw that <clears throat> as an avenue to be able to come down here um, and just have some visualization here. But I also saw that there wasn't traditional fashion. So I'm like, this works well because it's kind of stepping out of the box of what people are used to seeing here. Um, and so let's give it a try. And I opened in a tiny little spot upstairs. Um, and it, even during COVID and really no financial assistance and whatever, it did hold its own ground and I was able to keep it open. And then recently had an opportunity to move street level and it's just taking off. So it's been great. That is incredible. That's cool. So with all the things that you're, all the hats you're wearing and things you're juggling, what do you enjoy the most out of all the things that you're doing in your business right now? I would say what I enjoy the most is greeting people. I love to see people come in and connect with them and find, I mean, even in design work, I love to get to know the person and see um, what their passion really is and try to pull in a look for them that kind of goes with their style. Is being on the in the tourist setting that I'm at, um, a lot of people are looking for t-shirts, you know, and there's a lot of Monterey, California type t-shirts or just beachfront t-shirts, that kind of thing. And so I stayed a little bit close to that um, by bringing in t-shirts, but also brought in, you know, cute and fun, sarcastic, humorous type things. And one of those was, hold on, let, let me overthink this. And I just brought it in one day thinking, this is this is just a funny t-shirt. I'll bring it in. And I have to tell you, Brad, that is my number one selling t-shirt. I cannot keep it in stock. <laughs> Everybody comes in and they're overthinking. And 
I've gotten to where I say a little phrase when they come in and I'm like, you know, they're kind of questioning. Sometimes I even see people overthink whether they should buy the overthink t-shirt. So I laugh and I chuckle with them. And, and one thing that I do say is, you know, I think that it has to do with being creative because we're thinking of all the options. And so that's one thing that, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a, um, just someone in life, you know, I think that, um, it is good to be creative, but I also think that, um, it's good to have guidance too, so you can keep yourself in the little spectrum of actually getting something accomplished. So good to nice. have you, Brad. Good to have coach too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. So your most popular shirt is, it says, um, wait, or what does it say again about overthinking it? It says, hold on, let me overthink this. That's amazing. That's amazing. That is so good. You know, I think I think that is a, a kind of an interesting lesson too. That's funny from a you know entrepreneur and, and marketing standpoint. It's it's the idea of you know analysis paralysis. Sometimes we have so many options and so many decisions to make. And what I've what I've learned and heard is the best leaders are the ones that can actually just make decisions. And that doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to be the hundred percent right decision but it's at least moving forward in a direction. And it's a lot easier to course correct once you've taken action instead of just sitting there in uncertainty of like, well, I'm not sure, so I'm just not gonna do anything. And I know you've probably experienced that having to make lots of decisions for your business where it's at now. Exactly that. And I mean, I think even just women in general, you know, we handle so many different roles um, from, being a business person to being a mom, a wife, and just all the community things that you get involved in. And you can have a lot of things coming at you. And so it's easy to overthink, but it's also, I think, um, coming from, you know, you just, you're trying to really find the best option. And I think sometimes, like you said, you just have to go with your gut instinct and not overthink it too much because usually the gut instinct is telling you and you just make that decision and then you find the ball rolls and things happen and good things come from it. Yeah, that's good. I think I think that's that's a really good lesson too. It's just about, you know, taking action. There's something that we've we've heard him saying a lot too and it's, you know, the favor comes to people that take action and not just take notes. And I think sometimes too as, you know, entrepreneurs and uh, business leaders, we we do get so much information and sometimes we just compile it and it's just store it and we don't do anything with it. So it, so if you're wanting to move forward, the best way to move forward is to take action. That really is the hardest step. So Merrily, I'm curious, what what do you feel like some of the character traits that you personally have have helped you get to where you're at now? If you were to identify maybe a couple things that you've been able to to have in your life, whether that's you know persistence or creativity or your attitude, what, what do you think those things are that's helped you be where you're at today? I think that, you know, one thing for sure is creativity. I do, it just comes naturally. I love to see options and think of how things could improve. Um, I think I was raised by um, a father who was very entrepreneurial minded himself. He was always very positive in, you can do it. You can put do anything you put your mind to. Um, and I think just through the years, that's just been ingrained in me. And so when I see an opportunity or I see a possibility, you know, I, my mind just spins and I want to explore and um, just see, you know, what I can do with it. Um, I think also that, 
you've got to have good loyalty to your people. And, you know, I always go back to family because it is true who you've spent your life and, you know, your time with really does feed into you. Um, and for me, you know, I really had good role models um, in my family. And I think, you know, my mom taught me a lot of loyalty and she's really, you meet her and you've found a, a great friend. And I try to put that into my clientele, my customers as well. So, so having a great, surrounding yourself with great people and then having kind of a, a bold attitude just to, just to go for it and, and, and not be scared, kind of putting that fear behind you and making that step. So those are the kind of the things that you feel like maybe have, have helped you get to where you're at now, be able to make decisions to get a bigger space, to, to make some cool creative decisions to grow your, your boutique. I think curiosity kills the cat. I will say that too, because, you know, like even moving into this new location, um, I don't, I tr try not to do things without at least a little wisdom. So I will ask, you know, certain people that I think would give good feedback on decisions that I make. Um, I do seek wisdom, but at the same time, I am like the type of person that had I never taken the opportunity to move across the street into this bigger space, even though it was more rent. Um, and, you know, when I look at my budget and what my possibilities are, I mean, it is still a risk for me to take at the, at the time I made that decision. But I guess there's just this gut instinct in me that, you know, like I said, you go off your gut. I think you just make the decisions that you feel are right. And I think for me, when I really feel something is right in my gut and my soul, you know, whatever, uh, you just take that faith step and, and you jump on the journey and you see where it takes you. And if you, you know, and you've heard other people say this too, there's, the only failure is not to try because you learn from the failures that you make. And I'm like, either I'm going to learn a really good lesson or I'm going to, you know, make this a success. And so, and yeah. I kind of got a little bit of city in me. So I think it's going to be a success. The only failure is not to try. That is awesome. I'm writing that down, man. That is, I don't know if I've ever heard that before. I've heard versions of that, but I mean, I think that is a huge line. So, so listeners here, remember that line, the only failure is not to try. So are you going to live with that regret of all the things that you could have done and you should have done, but you didn't do it. And that's, that's a painful, <laughs> that's a painful regret to have. That is big. Well, t tell us this, Marilee, what do you think, um, I know you talked about some of your mentors. Who do you feel like, as you've been kind of making all these steps, who's been your most important professional mentor that you've had that's helped you take those steps and make those decisions? Um, as far as like mentors professionally that, you know, people would know across the board, I would definitely say coach has been a strong one because um, even at the time, you know, when COVID hit and all that, that's when I met him, um, you know, I, or I heard of him or whatever. And I had just opened my boutique here in Monterey and I was like, oh, we're going to have to shut down that kind of thing. Um, he definitely was someone that just fed into me to, you know, get off the bench basically and just go with what you can do. Um, so he has been a, a strong influence for sure. Um, as far as other mentors in my life, I mean, they're probably not people that you know, but, you know, I would name my husband as one. He's been, you know, definitely one that we talk about everything together and he um, always is an encourager to things that I pursue and we just go for it. Um, and then, you know, there, like I said, there's a few other friends along the way and whatnot. Um, but I also revert back to um, my father and my brother, you know, they're not alive anymore, but just the relationship 
that I have um, stays with you. And I think I try to make decisions based on what I know that they would, you know, be saying in my head, <laughs> like, are you going to do this or not do this? And, um, you know, it just kind of fuels me a little bit. So, well, I'm going to ask you kind of a few uh, quick fire questions um, that I think are, are real fun, just kind of entrepreneur questions. So for listeners here, they're also small business owners, entrepreneurs um, can relate to, and then we'll go to some closing questions. So what would you say, what is your, your favorite productivity hack for an entrepreneur that you'd recommend? So I definitely, um, you know, I have my own schedule in the morning as far as like just quiet time kind of thing to think through my day type thing. Um, as far as like items I use, I definitely would suggest Genie Rocket. I do um, find it is very helpful in reaching my clients. I'm able to, um, you know, be able to contact them all at once. I'm able to keep their contact and um, it's great for them to be able to reach me um, right on my phone through the app and um, through the website, just through the chat box. What's the word I want to say? Sorry. When, if, if you could start another business tomorrow, what business would that be? Hmm. <laughs> I think it would be along the lines of reaching people. Um, I do have um, <clears throat> a passion for um, women, especially just because of what I do. Um, I connect with women quite a bit. So I love to mentor people. I love to encourage people. And I think um, if there was a way that I could reach people who are um, struggling with their own self-esteem, because that's uh, something I've struggled with, overthinking. <laughs> so if you could struggle with the deeper roots of that overthinking and why they are, you know, questioning themselves so much, um, it would be something that I would love, you know, to encourage so so if, if people happen to be around the Monterey, California area and they want to come in and, and see your shop and maybe see you if they're around there, what what's the name of the shop and where can they find it? It's Marilise Designs and it is right on Cannery Row. Um, I'm actually in the red building on Cannery Row, if you're familiar with Cannery Row, and um, directly behind Starbucks. So just look for Starbucks on Cannery Row and I am right next to them. Man, that is great. So a red building behind Starbucks. <laughs> That's, that'd be hard to miss. That's great. And then um, for people that want to connect with you that aren't in that area, that just want to kind of see what you're doing online or follow you, what's the best way for someone to, to connect with you, Marilee? You can find me at MarileeSdesigns.com. Awesome. And we'll, we'll put that link in the show notes. And Marilee, thank you so much for being on with us. Really kind of some of the big things I would say is takeaway that, that really stuck with me is um, just the idea of the only failure is is not to try. I think that is such an important line. And as you've seen from uh, Marilee's journey too, really just learning how to surround yourself around great people and continue to move forward and embrace creativity, right? So you don't have to be a suit and you don't have to go just to business school and know all those details. Those are important things to have, but you know, pursuing something that you love and not being afraid to take a chance and, you know, making those decisions along the way um, is, a, is a great place just to, to grow. So, Marilee, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, for Be a Better Marketer, I really appreciate it. 
Um, I hope hope you start to feel a little bit better. And I know I know you had a little bit of a cold, so thanks for pushing through that for us here. And um, we we wish you the best of luck and continuing to grow your business out there in California. Thank you so much for having me, Brad. It's been great. Thank you. Great. Great. Well, we will catch you guys next time. This is Be A Better Marketer, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Hey, so if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to rate and review and share this podcast. It would mean the world to me. So if you could write a quick review, give it a five-star rating. And then if there's anyone you think that could be inspired or motivated by this lesson, please share it. That's how we grow. And thanks for your support.